Hey, everybody, welcome to the Art of Relationship Show. During this episode, we're going to be talking about would you do anything for love? And this is, of course, related to, you know, Vicki White helping the murderer get out of prison and taking her own life, okay, or assumed, okay? Um, so what have you done in the past? What would you do that I would do anything for love? And I hear this all the time in my office. Greg, I'll do anything to make her happy, to keep her. I'll do anything to, you know, make him so thrilled and excited. Greg, I'll do anything to keep me. Now, I'm going to give you some tips right after this. So don't go anywhere with the Art of Relationships show right here. Peace. Be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Art of Relationships show. Yes, I am a genuine, a real licensed professional counselor, relationship and sex specialist in the state of Michigan. You can actually look at my license, if you will, with the state of Michigan. I'm not the fly by night. Just, you know, I'm going to call myself a coach with no training. I have a lot of training, graduate degree, um, beyond a graduate degree uh, in this field. Okay. And I'm not bragging. I'm just stating, no, I'm very humble, right? And I appreciate everybody reaching out, supporting the show. And of course, to my clients out there, I'm very, very humbled and flattered to be a part of, you know, healing their broken hearts or trying to. So I had a lot of people look at me, maybe uh, clients come in, Greg, you don't look uh, like a professional at all. You know, I have tattoos, whatever I might, I'm wearing like a tank or a t-shirt right now, jeans, whatever. What does a professional look like? Right. And this, you know, will segue into, you know, what would you do for your love, for a relationship to have your heart feel fulfilled? And what is the definition of love? And I talked about that a couple of weeks ago, I believe on, you know, what is love and it's defined by you, by individuals, but what is not love? And we could look at if someone wants you to take their own life, you know, take your own life, to sell out the essence of who you are and to possibly get you in trouble, to put you in harm's way, I would consider that not being love. And there's a lot of manipulation, a lot of play that goes in the, you know, the take. And we know what happened, you know, with Vicki White. And, you know, maybe allowing herself, maybe she was unhappy. We we have no idea. And I'm sure they're going to dig into that situation. What have you done for the sake of love? And there's a lot of people out there that will get into the situation where they'll say, oh, you know what? I want my ride or die partner. I want my ride or die man, my ride or die woman. No matter what, you know what? She'd go to prison for me. He'd go to prison for me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you would want me to go to prison for you. Really, is that love or is that part of manipulation and, you know, sort of a guilt trip, that type of situation? I'm all for love. People know that. I'm all for, you know, healing broken hearts from betrayal, you know, abuse, traumas from, you know, cheating on one another, that type of situation. I'm all about healing that. But it comes down to a situation, you know, what you would do and why. And sometimes, you know, it's that euphoric feeling love. And I tell people that's how I define it. You know, love is a feeling, right? We do crazy things for love. We change maybe 
who we are, our identity, how we roll for the sake of being loved, to be cherished, to be craved, to be desired, those type of situations. <clears throat> but is it really love when we start selling ourselves out? If we start helping someone break out of prison, if we help somebody, you know, maybe dealing a bunch of drugs or whatever, and there's, you know, TV shows, Netflix series out there, how many people, man, I want someone that would do that for me. But would that person, if they really loved you, would they want you to do that for them? Again, what is the difference in your eyes about love and being loved and being loyal to your partner and your partner being loyal to them? And this is a very delicate balance, right? Because a lot of people have been in very traumatic, very abusive situations. There have been people, women and men that have been in jail to take the hit from their partner, what their partner has done, right? There could be a domestic violence situation and then one partner, oh, it's not his fault. I started it, right? He hit me because I started it today. So I'm going to go to jail instead of him or, you know, same thing with him. I'm going to be a man. I'm going to man up and I'm going to go spend the night in jail for her. <clears throat> and you look at it, what would you do? And there's a difference, maybe a night in jail versus years in prison, that type of situation, right? And what creates people to be in these maybe toxic situations, right? That would be my word for it is maybe unhealthy, toxic situation. Any situation when you start selling yourself out and you're doing stuff that is unhealthy for you that can cause harm for yourself, maybe harm for others as well might be a good I, you know, good identity to go with. Okay. So you look at, you know, people that do these situations and there's men, there's women and believe it or not, there is, um, how can we say this? There's a percentage out there. There's a stat out there that women that are in jail, that are in prison, 75% of them are in jail or prison because of a partner. Get me? 75 to 80% of women that are in jail, in prisons, are there because of a partner. Either their partner pissed them off that much that they had, you know, assault and battery charges against them, attempted murder charges. They tried to kill somebody else that wanted their partner, their man, their woman, you know, same-sex relationships. So it's looking at, you know, what would you do and where is our head? And in my thumbnail on YouTube, you can see it. I'm going like, oh, my God, what would you do in those situations if you got that pissed off that you start selling out yourself for the sake of love? You know what? I'm loyal. I want someone loyal, too. I want someone to kill for me. And you're like, what the hell? I would not want someone to kill for me, right? I, I, have, I would have a lot more respect for my person, my partner. If she, you know, whatever, would not do that for me because I would hope that I would love her enough to be able to say, you know what, I, you, get out of here. You know, this is my my situation, <coughs> excuse me, that you have no role in it doesn't mean I don't love you. I want you safe. I want you to protect yourself. And you know what, I got myself in this situation. You know what, this has nothing to do with you. So I would love that person enough and have that maybe respect 
let's face it, that respect for that person that we're not going to be in that situation and they'll beg you, right? Oh, please let me help. Please let me help. How many people have been in that situation to where maybe drunk driving? Okay. We could go on and on and on, you know, drunk driving that, oh, you hurry up. Let me slide in the driver's seat because I haven't been drinking or I'm not that bad. Um, We have done stupid stuff out of love, out of you know, maybe wanting to be desired, wanting to be loved from a person, wanting to be admired or, you know, we're hoping that one time that clicked because that power of love and that in love feeling is so euphoric with the dopamine, the, you know, endorphins kick and all that stuff. And we want that high. And we feel like if we lose that, we're going to lose our own life. We're going to lose our own happiness. And do we have happiness, a sense of, uh, let's face it, our own identity outside of that person, like, you know, Vicki White did. And, you know, we're getting to Casey, those situations. But I want you to be able to look at, you know, what are you doing? What is the hook of people in this relationship? And maybe I can ask, you know, the viewers out there, the listeners, you know, what was your hook that you've been in a situation where you're like, you had maybe your woman or man, it ain't just men, you know, that are dealing drugs that are doing whatever out there and you start having people come over to your house that are dangerous people, right? That are going to be in a situation where your life is in danger. And you're like, what the hell are you doing? How did I get myself into this? You didn't even take me into consideration. You didn't even talk to me. That's very, very disrespectful and messed up. It's effed up. Okay. Let's fave, fave that. And a lot of people go after the situation. You know what? They call men, right? Being pussy whipped, right? Or women being dictatized, right? That situation that you do everything in is love blind, that type of situation, right? And, you know, that feeling in our, it's very powerful, very, very powerful. But is it, is it true love when that person starts wanting you to do stuff that is unhealthy for you that could cause them their life end up in prison or mess up maybe even a career goals or objectives, that situation, right? How many people have been in a situation where, oh, I love you so much and they show up at work when you break up with them that you broke up with me, I'm going to ruin your life. I'm going to destroy you. And you're like, oh my God, that person must really love me. I want them back. And you're like, dude, get the hell away from me, right? So we look at, you know, is it a situation of low self-esteem low self-worth that gets individuals in these situations, right? And, you know, the statistics and all this stuff say there is a a common element, right? (coughs) Excuse me. There's a common element and theme that a lot of people might have that, but there are outliers as well that have been people very, you know, have healthy self-esteems. You know, they have a healthy sense of self and they would never ever put themselves in a situation. And then that one person throws in. But a lot of people with men and women, they look at it, they want to be that loyal, that guilt trip, maybe manipulated. Maybe they're guilt tripping, manipulating themselves in this situation. Well, if I really love that person, you know what? I would do this. You know what? If I was very loyal and there's a very, very, very different level of being loyal to somebody and selling yourself out. Okay. We might do stuff we don't want to do, but is that going to end up dead or are we going to end up in prison? Are we going to be end up in a unhealthy situation that's going to cost us our life, our dreams, our ambitions, our goals, 
again, nothing is perfect, people. So you look at, you know, what is the difference and what is your element of a ride or die situation? How many people maybe might be able to relate to what Vicky did and understand it because maybe they've been in that situation before where, man, I've done some really stupid stuff. You know what? I, I took uh, some heroin over for my boyfriend. I took some cocaine, you know, to make her money over for my girlfriend or husband, wife, that situation. And you're, you look back and you're like, what the hell was I thinking? That type of situation, not bashing. This is not, I'm not about bashing. I'm not about, you know, ripping apart people. Not at all. I'm looking at the essence that if you're in a situation like this and you're thinking about that, where are you going to get that help from and not be baited, not be manipulated, guilt trip or played in that situation, right? And you look at, oh, if you really love me, you do this. If you were really loyal to me, you're not loyal to me because you're not going to do this. You're not going to have my back. And you have to define what having somebody's back is. And I'm all about that, right? I'm all about, you've heard this many times, right? I'm looking at most people, not everybody, but most people want, excuse me, want to feel love. They want to feel respected. They want to feel desired. They want to feel important, appreciated, a priority, right? Most people want to feel those things. How how those look, how they represent, how they're delivered, it's different for everybody, right? It's not a one-size-fits-all. But you're looking at what is the hook? What are you getting out of the situation that makes you feel so euphoric in love, if you will, that you would do stuff that causes your own life, that causes you to maybe end up in jail or to maybe help someone break out of prison or jail themselves or do something that is, you know, illegal or something that is really going to mess up your life and make your life a living hell after that fact. I don't want, you know, anybody in that situation, but I want people to look at and look in the mirror and say, hey, what the hell am I doing? Why am I in this situation? And what am I going to do to come out of it? And, oh, let me talk to that person that wants me to do that. And are they going to be so smooth and so charismatic in this, men and women, right? Very charismatic to suck you in and look at, oh, I really love you. I wouldn't ask you to do this if I really didn't love you. And, you know, it's very, very good. And a lot of people use, you know, use the word gaslighting a lot or, you know, narcissistic. And I did a little, you know, maybe blurb a little video on, you know, narcissistic that it's way overused, but in these situations is it, you know, very, very selfish for that person to want you to be able to do that and to manipulate you into getting your own way. I've had clients over the years that, you know what, they might be in this situation. And, you know, one comment, you know, I had earlier this week or late last week from a client, Greg, I was never told no. This came from a female client, okay? Um, and I get men, females. It's not a gender thing, people. It's looking at, I was, when I was raised, my mama never told me no. My parents never told me no. I always got my way. And I'm like, oh my God, that's not good, healthy parenting, right? Are you raising these entitled people that they don't have compassion. They don't have empathy for anybody else. And why would you want to be in that situation? Is that real love? Because you feel it in our heart. I get that. Love is a feeling, right? But then we have to look at what is our gut telling us, our instincts, right? Our instinctual uh, 
vibe, if you will. What are they telling us? What is our mind telling us? And is our heart, you know, sort of blinded, but our gut instinct is way over here saying, what the hell are you doing? Snap out of it, wake the hell up and to, you know, get out of the situation. And it's not easy. A lot of people that know that have been in domestic violence situations because I love her. I love him, Greg. And, you know, the stat is, it usually takes them on average five times to get away from that situation. Five times on average to get that individual out of a unhealthy, toxic, abusive situation, right? Think about it, right? And <clears throat> there are some stats that even go as high as seven years, but we'll say five. So we look at, you know, what is the hook? What is causing you to not look in the mirror and ask yourself, what the hell am I doing? Why would I even think about doing this? And, you know, is this real love and how I define it? Not me. I'm talking looking in the mirror that you're asking yourself, how do you define love? Is it that thrill that, you know, some people are adrenaline junkies and they always need that, that thrill and that hype, the excitement. So my life sucks and is boring and routine. I, man, this is exciting. It, it's exciting. It's all this stuff, car chases, you know, breaking out of prison or, you know, oh my God, a drug deal. It's exciting. Oh, the thrill of it gets that hook going. And is that the hook? Versus do you look at the consequences of those actions? Okay, this is exciting. It's it's raw. It's real. It's, oh my God, it's euphoric. I, I love it, right? But do you look at what if the consequences, right? And I'm all about being positive, right? <clears throat> what if we tried this? Our relationship would flourish. I'd be a better person. I'd feel more love, more respected. I'm all about that, right? But in these situations, we have to look at maybe the consequences. What if I end up dead? Would I be okay with that? Some people might be, right? Uh, I'll end up in jail or prison, right? I'll end up maybe losing my kids, my family for that other person, right? Single parents, single mothers, single fathers, right? We, you might end up losing your kids for them, Right. Is that worth it? Is that a consequences? Are you going to end up maybe not being able to work anymore? And your idea of trying to find a job is being on Jerry Springer's show, being embarrassed, right? We know that's all scripted anyways. So we look at the consequences of our actions. If we do this, it might be exciting thrill, but a lot of people don't look at, you know, the what ifs, you know, what if I get caught? What if I, you know, end up dying? What if I end up paralyzed? What if I end up, you know, not ever being able to find a job because, or a job I don't want anymore because now I have a felony, right? And yes, right. A lot of employers check for felonies. And I know a lot of people that are felons, they have a felony, they have decent jobs. I'm not, it's not about that. Okay. People can change your life and get better and, you know, sort of amend your mistakes. We're human, right? It's not about that, but I want you to have an easier time at that and look at these consequences to be able to look at what the hell am I doing? And if I do this, is this going to happen? Is this worth it? And I use a, I use a statement or a question with my clients all the time, individual, or if they're in a toxic relationship, is the juice worth the squeeze? Meaning, right? How many people make homemade juice, you know, squeeze the oranges or maybe grapefruit juice or whatever. And it's a lot of work, right? That's why I say, is it is the juice worth the squeeze? Is the actions 
and worth the outcome. You get me? So we look at these situations. A lot of people judge and, oh my God, Vicky was stupid. I can't believe she was crazy and all these acronyms out there, right? We have to look at, you know, what is going on. And yes, I'm all about people taking accountability for their actions. Big time, right? I'm a huge advocate for having my clients take accountability for their actions, what they do, what they don't do to try to make their relationship better and to amend, you know, and rebuild trust to be humble and to own what they do and show remorse. I'm all about that, okay? But let's be honest, right? I want you to hold yourself accountable and look at, man, if I do this, it's going to really mess up my life. Is that really my definition or my feeling of being loved? And now do you reach out and get help if you have a hard time getting out of that situation? I'm not saying it's easy. I get it. I'm a realist, okay? But I want you to be able to look at and try to reach out and get help with a counselor, even maybe family members and a lot of family members, right? They might've tried left and bent over backwards to try to help an individual. And they're still, you know, fighting that addiction. They're still, you know, selling drugs or being with a person that is abusing them emotionally, physically. Right. And they've had so many people and they go back, right. They do a lot of stuff. They help them out and then they get that help. No, I'm fine. They go back with that person in that toxic relationship or they break it off with that person. They end up in another toxic relationship and looking at your self-worth, self-esteem and, you know, what that self-love and self-respect looks like that is causing you to be in that situation. Do you feel more alive again, right? The endorphins are very and dopamine levels are very, very powerful. It's like a manic feeling, right? But you have to come down from that and look at what the hell am I doing? And do I want the consequences if they happen? Okay. So check this out, share this video. If you know somebody that is in a relationship like this, that is very toxic, very harmful for her or for him, share this video. Okay. And try to reach out and get help. And again, you know what? We can only reach out I can't force anybody to get the help or to do something they don't want to do. Uh, that ain't me anyways, okay? So check out my website, theartofrelationships.org, people. And you know what? <clears throat> Please, you know, hit the like in the submit button down below on YouTube. You know, follow me on Facebook and, you know, YouTube under Love Guru Greg. I'm all over social media as well under Love Guru Greg. The audio version of the Art of Relationships show can be found on every listening platform. Just do a search, the Art of Relationships show. Okay. Peace and love, everybody. Everybody take care. 